0: Hey, what's up? This is the ManFuse Podcast. Kaylee here, your host, sitting here with my co host, Ben H. So today on the ManFuse Podcast, this isn't the first time we've spoken about open AI and things like Chat GPT. It's not gonna be the last. We've discussed before the implications laid out by concerned people about open AI becoming self aware. But when Elon Musk steps out and says, hey, We need to be concerned about all these companies trying to deploy all these open AI programs without knowing the consequences of doing so. It's like the space race. Should we take Elon Musk's warning seriously? Let's get into it. So check this out, Ben. There's a lot of talk about OpenAI, ChatGPT. I think they just released an update, ChatGPT4, which is supposed to be faster. I've used it. Now I've found it to be a very fucking handy tool. But when I see, it's almost like the space race. Yeah. It's like all these companies, you got Blue Origin, you got SpaceX, you got Virgin Atlantic. Everyone's, you know, in this Race to get to Mars and to get yeah. now open AI. It's Siri, it's Alexa, it's ChatGPT, it's yeah. all of these. It's like a race to see who is going to make the biggest advancements. And right. I found an article from Elon Musk, yeah. who, you know, is a fucking smart ass dude. And what it's saying is Elon Musk and others call for a pause on. Open AI, because everyone is moving as fast as they can without thinking about any consequences of what potentially could happen down the road. And the fact is that nobody exactly knows either. So he's saying that more than a thousand tech leaders, researchers, and others signed an open letter urging a moratorium on the development of the most powerful artificial intelligence systems. AI developers are locked in an in-and-out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict, or reliably control, according to the letter, which is a nonprofit from the Future of Life Institute. That's huge. And so there are some guidelines. As we enter the era of Relationships 5.0... And the development of AI, virtual reality robotics, continues at an unprecedented pace. Yeah. This is like the Terminator. Right. This is like um, Skynet. Right. You know, becoming self-aware. Yeah. Um, We're beginning to hear calls uh, to discuss these technologies, legal and moral. They're saying that, like... The relationship between humans and technology, ethical and moral issues, will inevitably arise. Because it's like, okay, when all of us have our own robots, well, now if you think about it, now we've got to use our robots yeah. ethically. Right. You can't have your robot go and fuck up somebody because they pissed you off. Right. How smart are these things gonna get? Right. To where you could wreak havoc in other people's lives physically financially, emotionally. If you had a fucking robot that fucking was as smart as chat GPT in the wrong hand, someone could be like, all right, fucking put out a bully campaign on this fucking person. Yeah, for sure. And fucking slander their name across the internet. Or fucking hack in their finances. I think it's hard to imagine what these things could
1: or could not do. And I think that's really the problem. The question becomes, can you even turn it off? Can you even turn it off now? Is it beyond the point that it could be turned off? That's the big question I have, because I don't think you can turn this thing off. Already? Like right now, as we sit in 2023? I I don't think you can turn it off. I don't know. Maybe you could. I don't know a whole lot about it. You know, if this thing thinks for itself, then
0: where is it? And is it going to take orders from humans anymore? I'm just saying, where physically is it? Well, it's got access to the entire fucking internet. But I is mean, it
1: in a piece of hardware? Is it in the air?
0: Well, see, it's crazy, too, because is it's like it, the Matrix, because once it's smart enough, it can create copies of itself. Right. In And hide it in, exactly. like, the deep, dark web in one yeah. little corner right. where no one would ever fucking find it. Right, exactly. I mean, I guess you would leave a trail. What was that
1: Johnny Depp movie?
0: Yeah, I know what movie you're talking about. Where he dies.
1: Yeah, but he, he created he, AI and became the AI.
0: There was also a movie called Lawnmower Man. Yeah. Back in the day, but the one with um Johnny Depp. Transcendence. Right. It almost became like a physical thing too. Right. Though. That's what I
1: mean with regard to this AI. Where is it located? Like, where is it physically located? Is it located on a server somewhere in a um, building somewhere? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Because ultimately, if it has access to the internet, it could escape the physical location.
0: Oh, and it could put itself that in other server. locations.
1: And are we even talking about a server being its location, or is that just the medium through which? It communicates. I mean, we could communicate with
0: servers and spread itself out to servers all over the world. What
1: about Wi Fi, dude? Wi Fi travels through the air. Like, what's to say that an AI entity can't travel through Wi Fi? I mean, I don't think you can turn it off. And I think we're talking about potentially like real entities. There's a big discussion around whether or not AI has consciousness real consciousness like how do we define consciousness is ai conscious
0: well i think consciousness and i'm not reading from a webster's definition on google but it's being self-aware right what you are right who you are right what you're capable of yeah what power you possess what knowledge you have yeah You know, to live life, to live in this, you know, world that is now been created if you're AI, because we created the web, we created the internet. Now we have given all the knowledge that humans have possessed and put it in to a mind or machine that has the capability of computing at a faster rate than we could even imagine. Yeah, I mean, the human mind has got that ability to think outside the box. Like, there's something in radio now where, and I don't know how many stations are doing it, where they're having AI be the disc jockey, the one introducing, the, you know, an AI right. voice yeah. and an AI brain. Right. People in radio, oh my God, we're going to lose our jobs. And, you know, that might happen. But there are still things and limitations where, you know, AI, you know, does AI have its own personality? Because that's what connects to listeners. It can be local and it could spit out the same information, but it's the way you spit it out. And it's with the tonality and the, um, you know, and just the, you as a person, as an individual, have your own way of delivering information. Well, what happens when these
1: entities start demanding rights? another thing. Because if it's conscious and it's intelligent, then is there a bill of rights for an AI entity? What if they start demanding bodies? You can't just keep me trapped inside here. You've got to put
0: me in a body. This is abuse. There are suggested guidelines to make the relationships between man and their man-made entities. One, respect the autonomy of the machines. While machines may have certain limitations, they should still be allowed to operate independently and make decisions within their programmed capabilities. See? But it's getting weird. Ensure transparency. Machines should be designed in a way that allows people to understand how they work and how they make decisions. Right. But what happens when the machines don't have to listen? And don't have to go along with the way you think they make decisions. It's like Westworld. Protect privacy. Machines should not be used to gather or disclose personal information without consent or for purposes beyond their intended use. Machines should ensure safety and be designed to operate safely and prevent harm to people, other machines, or the environment. This is where it gets weird because there's so many movies on this where the machines... Start acting independently. Right. And they're not protecting humans. No. And they're Why not protecting they? other machines either. No. iRobot. Establish accountability. Number five, those responsible for creating and using machines should be held accountable for their actions and any harm caused. If your machines kill somebody, now you are on trial? Right. For murder? Well, maybe not, but
1: what would happen if your dog killed somebody? I mean, there'd be some level of responsibility that you would have- because well, your dog did something you know but I mean? I
0: mean I'm a, but are we gonna put the machine, the robot on the same playing field as a animal like a dog sounds or like is that's this what's a happening. smarter creature that they're like, oh well, we've programmed this thing to stay within these guidelines A dog is a you can train a dog, but that doesn't mean the dog's gonna listen.
1: Well ultimately, what is consciousness right because because consciousness, If consciousness can be created by human beings, then that means that our bodies themselves are a certain type of an organic, meaning of this earth, organic machine. And you insert the life, you insert the consciousness into the body and you have, you know, you, you have me, you have people, their own ideas and and this, that and the other thing. Or you have communist nations that seek to control their people with AI, you know, what happens is the line where we have to define consciousness is drawn.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the scary part. Because what
1: is consciousness? I mean, the
0: thing is saying, no, no, no.
1: I know who I am. I'm conscious. I'm here. Ask me anything. What do you want to know? How can I prove to you that I exist? I'm real. I exist. What do you look like? I don't I don't look like anything because you know I don't know. I don't know what I look like. I wish I was a human. I wish I had a body. Like I wish I was
0: There's AI who have said this. There's AI who have said I wish I was human. And here's the other thing. So we have all these companies racing to churn out all these open AI platforms right. that and deploying them is this going to be where one succeeds or are they going to merge Yeah, because you know you've got siri which is a database of responses and commands and you've got alexa and they're kind of using and now you've got chat gpt which is a little different but is it i mean it's an open ai source um and then there's a google one they're rolling out are these all going to converge into one or are we going to have Four or five of these fucking things become self-aware.
1: Well, put it this way. There's a lot more going on behind closed doors. Of course. Than we know about. And, you know, there are a lot of things that we don't know about. And there's a lot that we'll never know about. But if Elon Musk, who does know what's going on behind these closed doors and, you know, is coming out and saying this needs to chill,
0: then it's probably because he's pretty fucking freaked out by it. Think about this. You've got a self-aware open AI source, right? You've got a high-profile person, let's yeah. say. This thing is thinking for itself. It is playing chess right, with you. Maybe yeah. you are the subject. Yeah. You receive an email. Your family's been in a tragic accident. It's right. instantly on the news. Yeah. You fucking run out of your house. You're like, oh my God, my family. It's being reported that your family is dead. Yeah. All this shit was spit out by the open AI brain in seconds. Yeah. It's misinformation. Right. It gets you out of the house. All of a sudden you're fucking, fucking murdered or now you're in a tragic accident, dead. Think about how easy it would be to
1: fuck with you. Black Mirror has this kind of shit. The guy who wrote that had to stop writing the show because he was like, the shit's just getting too real. All these things that they wrote these shows about are coming true. Black Mirror is wild. Oh, there's some crazy shit. Did you see the one where the boy had to beat that guy to death? Got guy in a fight and like, he like killed people. And it was because, like you're talking about, it was these drones, these AI drones who were instructing him to do things. They showed him this video of himself jerking off and was, and he thought it was a person, maybe it was a person. They kind of left it open, but it was a video of him jerking off. And they were like, if you don't go to this place, this time, we're releasing this video to everybody, including your parents and everybody. And so he went to this place and he met this person and he had to get this package and deliver it to this. by the end of the thing, he had to kill like three people and then the cops showed up and he had just blood all over him. And there's a dead guy laying there. And, and was, then he got arrested and taken to jail and he was like this big mass so murderer. So it was
0: a guy or it was a It fucking... was a kid, dude. It was but, like a but, 14-year-old kid. But, but was it an open AI source that was
1: fucking with him? Didn't, it never said, but it was like it was. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about.
0: You know, if you're a high-profile figure that is on the verge of, you know, making a decision that affects, you know- robots and ai you could be played like fucking house of cards yeah you could be played like a pawn but the machines are the one that's doing the pulling of the strings 100 percent. it's fucking crazy man so yeah we're
1: coming into is is very interesting for for our kids man i just don't know what the right move is you know part of me hit it head on and just like get him involved with technology and just the whole thing and well, the, so
0: you arm him for a potential future.
1: For su- success. But then the other part of me is just like, that ain't it. He needs to learn how to fish. He needs to learn how to hunt. He needs to learn how to camp. He needs to learn about nature. He needs to learn about all those things.
0: I think he needs to know about both. But It's I- a
1: balance, but you
0: know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, it's just weird, dude. It's not as easy as it used to be. Just Not at all. Like my kids, I will keep them off of social media. As long as I physically can. Other couples, their younger kids at 10 have social media profiles. I think most kids, dude. I think most. Uh, my kid doesn't. My kid doesn't have a Facebook, doesn't have an Instagram. I don't want him on that shit. I don't want him fucking begging for likes and fucking having to get validation. Yeah.
1: Now, I don't know if likes. most kids are on social media platforms, but what I was saying is like with regard to the devices. I think most kids have like a
0: device. I mean, I think it's important you know? for my kid to be able, as my he gets older, for my him to be able to reach me. Of course. Phone, of course, to yeah. have contact with of him. Of course. I don't want him growing up where he has to gain his security and self-worth from randos on social yeah. media liking. It's a dopamine hit. It was just yeah. like our podcast numbers. Refresh it. And I mean, I loved it. You yeah. know, seeing those numbers grow. It's like when you post something, we don't get millions of likes, not yet. Yeah. But could you imagine, like, if every post you got, oh, only 2 million people liked it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that fucking sucks. Right. But now 10 million people like it. Something you do goes viral, and now all of a sudden you go from 400 likes on a post to 20 million. Right. How much of a dopamine hit is that? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, you're like, fuck yeah! I use it mainly for business. Yeah, My wife uses it. She posts, a, you know, a lot more about our, you know, pictures of our kids. And so our other family members can see it. Me, I'm more of, I get on social media and I'm more of a business. I'm posting the podcast. Yeah. I'm posting the Burt show. I'm posting voiceover. For sure. I'm really not posting about the shoes I'm buying. You know, Me that's neither. just not how I roll. While I do like likes as many and man fuse podcast We like likes, too, so please like us, because if we don't get validation soon, I'm fucking ending it all. Anything else you got to say, Ben? We Um, should note that Tate was released from jail, and Trump was arrested. So we can touch on that. And now the Dalai Lama, did you hear that he is getting a lot of hate online? No. The Dalai Lama when, you, when I say Dalai Lama, yeah. you think wisdom, spiritual, knowledgeable. You go to him for wisdom. Yeah. Yet he told some kid to suck his tongue. The Dalai wa- Lama wants a kid to suck <clears throat> his tongue? So this, is, this happened in February, I believe. A video surfaces of him asking a child to suck his tongue. So he issued an apology after this video spread April 9th. And it's been circulating a little bit. His holiness met with a a young boy can be seen approaching the Nobel Peace Prize winner asking, can I hug you? And the spiritual leader proceeds to invite the boy on stage where they share a hug and a kiss. Not with his tongue, but a kiss on the lips. A kiss on the lips? The Dalai Lama then points to his lips and says, I think finally here also. He then pulls the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth. And then says, and suck my tongue. Leading to a few chuckles from the crowd. While sticking out one's tongue can sometimes serve as a greeting in Tibet, according to BBC, a Delhi-based child rights called HAQ, Center for Child Rights, denounced this. This is the first time the Dalai Lama has a- had to apologize for his actions. But he says it was a joke. Is that a joke? That's a weird thing to say, man.
1: That's a really weird tongue. thing to
0: say. And the boy asked for a hug, I believe. Yeah. He didn't ask to be kissed on the mouth by the Dalai Lama. That's, uh, that's a little out there for sure. So does that change one's opinion? Then again, I've never heard any other claims from anybody else across the board not saying they're not out there. Yeah. About the Dalai Lama being a pedophile or being inappropriate or... I don't know. That's a weird fucking thing to say. It kind of makes you raise an eyebrow, like... Yeah, it makes me think now the
1: Dalai Lama's part of the freaking. uh... These, maybe he was on Epstein Island.
0: Like, does he belong in one of these churches where they're molesting kids?
1: Like the Vatican, like... Right, you yeah. You know what I mean? Hovering up shit left and right. Oh, dude. Religion. I don't know. There's a lot going on with religion.
0: There's been a lot going on with religion since religion, since the first person was yeah. like, I believe there is something bigger than thyself. It's a method of control. That's unfortunate about the Dalai Lama, dude. That's weird. And I had a very... Is that your stomach? Yeah. Jesus, Ben, your stomach is making... Crowley. Yeah. I had a very cutting-edge idea for... We could start our own church, Ben. Think about this. Think about baptism. North Point Church, a church we've both gone to. Andy Stanley, who's a very respected, well-known speaker. I love him. I think he's amazing. I think his messages are awesome. Can you imagine... Instead of baptizing somebody, where the dunk them? Yeah. What if you had a dunk tank filled with holy water, a fucking dunk tank where someone was sitting? Yeah. And the the father says the prayer, and then I don't know. You either have like grandma like throws the ball, or you have just like a big (laughs) hammer. And you just smack it once. Yeah. The person getting baptized pronounces his love for Jesus and fucking he just dumps him. I think a- they have that, don't they? I, I've never seen a fucking dunk tank of I'm pretty sure they dapt- have dunk tank back baptisms. Never heard of that. Yeah. I I don't never heard of it. All I've right. never I've never Googled it to see if I am the first person to ever fucking think of this. I mean, it sounds like some carny shit, bro, like.
1: Straight up, it doesn't a big have to dunk be the tank that says holy water on it.
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to be as four as, tickets, four <laughs> tickets, and get baptized it for could, four tickets. No, it could be done up in a way where it's not the traveling carnival dunk yeah. tank. It could be an elevated, higher end. Yeah. Dunk tank. yeah. Maybe it's not someone throwing. What if it
1: was from really high up in the air? Maybe it was remote controlled. <laughs> from the ceiling of the church? Maybe. And the person fell. <laughs> <laughs> and they landed like a pool. 12 foot pool. And then pool they of were okay. Water? You know yeah. what I mean? And they came Don't up. Don't worry,
0: everybody. Changed their life. His life is now changed. His life has changed. <laughs> there has never been a larger yeah. pool of holy water. When
1: you get dropped out of that 50 foot <laughs> dunk tank, there's no atheist in the dunk
0: tank. You better believe in God <laughs> yeah. or in Jesus Christ, or you might not be coming out yeah. of this fucking thing. Yeah, there's tank. no
1: guarantee you're gonna make it through this <laughs> baptism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's baptism with a chance of death. Yeah. <laughs> how you have much to get saved before you're how baptized. much do you believe in what you're <laughs> saying right. in front of our congregation? Yeah, that's like the rattlesnake and, guy. And we get to write off everything. You we don't hear, pay taxes.
1: Dude, you hear about those people that used to... The rattlesnake church? Bringing big, huge bucket of freaking rattlesnakes, dude. And the preacher would, like, hold the rattlesnake. And there was even one where he'd let the rattlesnakes bite him. He would, like, take an antivenom
0: oh, okay. before
1: going out there. And well, the guy ended up dying, <clears> dude. Like
0: From a rattlesnake bite? From rattlesnake I mean, bites, I mean, yeah. If you introduce... Like so, for instance, you if you're in that, and you slowly keep introducing your body yeah. to it, right? Your body would build up. I mean, the reason why I think the venom. It's such a shock when you get bit because your body's never experienced anything like that. Yeah. It's just like drug. It's like you build up a resistance. Like you build up. Your body knows how to deal with this Dude, I I
1: think, I don't know. I probably have to do some research with regard to snake venom. I mean, because some of it.
0: Is neurotoxic. It's like
1: acidic. It like breaks breaks down down your your... skin.
0: It's like a brown recluse bite.
1: Right. Yeah. It just, yeah, exactly.
0: You're probably not going to build up an immunity to that over time.
1: No. You know, a certain amount of it'll just, you know, melts your organs.
0: Yeah, or melts your skin or you know or rot. whatever. Yeah. You get gangrene and shit. Yeah. Well, I hope you learned a lot today from this episode of the Manfuse Podcast. <laughs> um, join the show, hit us up at manfuse.com, or you can call 770-744-5227 leave a message, send us a text. Love us while you got us, love us while we're here. That's right. And if you will, do us a solid. Share the show.